Revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Career Revamp. I am your podcast host, Alicia Perkins, and I'm a career development coach, and I teach stuck professionals how to stop settling, see their value, increase their salaries while honoring their boundaries so they can regain their voice back in their careers. How are y'all doing this week? I hope everyone is doing well. I'm doing well. We have definitely kicked off the Purpose to Paid launch. And so that is my private online group where I show up daily helping people advance in their careers. Guys, this is definitely like a career coach in your back pocket. If you love my podcast, if you love my content on LinkedIn, if you just love what I do and what I believe in, you are going to love the group. It's definitely a group to help you advance in your career, but to also make sure that you are able to create your career on your terms. And so there is an aspect of community, which there's other people in there just like you that is on the same path. I show up every week and let me say this, I show up every day and I give support to the people in the group. I provide career and professional development strategies. I do a live Zoom call every week. I also do a live workshop every month. And so I'm definitely very, very hands-on with this group. Like I said, it's like having a career coach in your back pocket for the amount of money that you probably spend on Starbucks a month. And so if you are wanting to enroll, the doors are open. They will be closing soon. The doors are open, but you are able to go to purposetopay.com to find out more information on it. And that is purposed with D to paid.com. You can definitely find more information about this in the show notes below. Alrighty, let's get talk about y'all. What is the one thing that your career success hinges on? What's that one thing? Like, I'm gonna give you about four seconds and let you think about it. And let's see if our answers align. What is the one thing that your career success hinges on? My answer is belief. Do you know that it is possible to want something, but you don't think you are worthy enough for it? And I do talk a lot about strategies. I talk a lot about, you know, just having a plan, all this other kind of stuff. And you can have the best plan in the world and you can have the best strategy in the world. But if you don't believe, it means nothing. And how you see yourself and what you think about yourself it is what is going to determine the success that you have. And I don't care if you are at the lowest point you've ever been in, right? Even through that, you have to believe, even through that, right? And your belief can't be based upon how you feel, right? It has to be based upon what you believe is possible for you. And I know that depending on what kind of background you have, what kind of childhood, what kind of experiences and things like that, that can affect that. It can affect what you think is even available for you. But even with that, you know, that's a simple like knowledge piece of it, right? Meaning simply finding out what other opportunities or what are the paths in your career are available to you. But even after you find out what other opportunities are available to you, you still got to (laughs) believe, that you are able to receive them. And, you know, and this is, I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to myself, right? This is, my belief is something that I have to like examine all the time. 
And, you know, the fear that you feel about something can affect if you believe in it. And I tell people, you got to get to a point to where the fear has to be outweighed by the goal. And if you don't even think that it's possible for you, then it won't be. But let's talk about first, why do you think that it's not possible? Like what has happened? Who has told you something? What have you seen to make you feel like the career that you want is not even possible for you? And you got to look at it. It's like 700 billion people in the world, right? If you can even just find 100 people doing what it is that you want to do, what makes those 100 people more, more worthy than you are? And I tell people, it's not always the most qualified person that receives the prize. It's the person that won't give up. And yes, this podcast is going to be a little deep. I know, I know. Because I just see like so many people around me that have so much potential that are in a lot of cases overqualified, right? And they just keep holding themselves back. And I tell people, you know, there are people less qualified than you who are able to get what you want because they simply believe in themselves. And, you know, I know there's a term that says like, fake it until you make it. I don't really like how it's worded, but I understand the concept behind it. And it's not necessarily like you wanting to fake it until you make it, but you're understanding the process that you're in. And when you can understand the process that you're in, you're not going to be too hard on yourself because you know, okay, wait a minute. I know I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on my way there. And there are just some things that has to actually happen first, right? Like y'all, I've lost like 23 pounds. Don't tell me nothing. Yes, I'm losing weight. I lost like 23 pounds and super proud, right? But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, but I would love to lose like, like another 10 pounds. And sometimes, you know, again, you could be so focused on the goal that you don't even see how far you've come. And I remember when I lost like my first five, I was like, I mean, it's just five pounds. This is just this. But then I went online and saw how much five pounds of fat was. I was like, girl, that's a lot of fat. Like you are doing this. And if anybody wants to know, no, no, I'm not exercising yet. I'm just simply eating less. Kind of like I'm just controlling the amount of food that I'm eating. So I'm not even really like, I'm not over here eating a whole bunch of salads and I know, you know, though I would like to, and I think I eventually will, but <laughs> I gotta be honest with myself. So no, I'm not over here on some super strict diet. I'm just simply just controlling how much I eat and how often I eat. And that's allowed me to lose like 22 pounds in like maybe three months. But anyway, so, you know, I was so focused you know, I was like, man, this is just five pounds. Like this is, this is not a lot of weight, you know? Cause I used to be able to lose weight really, really fast. But because I had a baby, like after you have a baby, oh my God, like I remember I can literally like stop. Like, cause like I love Sprite. If I stop, and then this is before I had a child. If I would stop with Sprite, I would like drop like 10, 10, 15 pounds. Now, who it takes so much to lose a pound. And I think because my hormones and stuff have changed after having a baby. But anyway, you know, I wasn't proud of, of the five pounds that I lost, but I went in and I saw how much five pounds of fat was. And I was like, girl, this is awesome. And so a lot of times your belief can be low because you are, are wanting to look like too far ahead, 
right? And you don't realize the accomplishments, the successes, and the results that you've already brought forth. And so I think if you, and I'm not going to say you, if we would shift the way, if we would shift what we put up as the goal, I think that would help too. Because I've said it before, like you can't just be in love with the goal. You have to start to fall in love with the person that you are starting to become as you reach the goal. And, you know, your actual belief can be based on so many things. The environment that you're in can determine your level of belief, right? If you're not in an environment that inspires you to think or that inspires you to go beyond you know, that box in your mind or an environment that allows you to see other opportunities and even see that there is something beyond where you are now, your environment can really, really, really hinder that, right? And I tell people, if you hate your job, stop hanging out with other people who also hate their job. I say, you need to find you some people who love their job. Find you some people that are actually in their career and they're enjoying it and they're growing and they work for a company that supports them. Find those kind of people. Start having those kind of conversations because you'll see that they're not only happy with their career, but they also are happy a lot of time, not all the time, but they're also happy with their life. And I say that because, again, I'm not saying that just because you have a good career, that means that everything in your life is going to be well. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, a lot of times you don't feel the excitement about your life because of your job, right? Because you spend so much time there. And so I think it's really important to get around people that are already doing what you want to do. But if everybody that you hang around is at the same you know, point that you are, it gives you nothing to look forward to. It doesn't give you anything to actually inspire to. So I think your environment has a lot to do with your belief system, right? Another thing is, I think your past results or your past mistakes or if you failed can really affect how you think now. And again, I think it's because we don't realize the process of life, right? And we see these mistakes as, "Mm, I should have never done that. And it could very well be because I have some mistakes, right? But I don't just use that as a way or as a reason to not trust myself again. I use my mistakes as a and failures as a way to learn from it. Like, okay, I won't do that again because, right? And so if you are trying to live a life to where you're trying to make sure that you don't avoid any mistakes, then you miss out on a lot of the growth that you need to be experiencing. Because a lot of our growth, y'all, a lot of our wisdoms and understandings and beliefs do come from how we recover from those mistakes. And, you know, this is not something that just happens overnight. You have to like train your mind and train yourself to not take your failures and your mistakes personal. Now you need to own them, own them, right? Say, okay, the reason why this happened because I didn't do this right, but don't allow it to be a reason to where you don't like trust yourself. And I see this with people in their actual career all the time. Like say that you made a bad mistake about a job, right? Or you ignored those red flags or you were super excited and you just knew that, that this was a job and it did not turn out to be that way. And you start to like not trust yourself. And since you don't trust yourself, you don't do anything, right? Because you're like, you know what, wait a minute. I felt this way about a job last time. It didn't work out. And so it holds you back and you find yourself stuck. And so, you know, 
Don't think about what should have happened. Think about what can happen. And when you start to like shift your mind that way and you start to look more forward thinking, like I'm not going to be too concerned on what has already happened because what has already happened has happened, but you can start to control those next steps. I think when you start to shift the mindset that way, it's going to give you that sense of empowerment that you've been wanting for a long time. And this is a thing, y'all. I tend to notice that a lot of people don't necessarily want to not make mistakes. I think is that they just don't want to lose that sense of control. And, you know, sometimes you gotta, you, you have to let go of that control. You got to say, you know what? Like me, like I said, y'all know I have a relationship with the Lord. So my thing is, hey, let go and let God, meaning, okay, God, you know, I'm not going to allow this mistake or this failure to make me feel like everything for me is over with. And like I said, some of the most effective, I guess you can say speakers, experts, teachers have failed so many times. And that is what makes them effective is because they have failed because they know like every side of the coin, they know how to come out of something. And so a lot of people want to be a speaker or a teacher and they want to be effective, but they've never been through nothing. And so they can only speak from the actual mountaintop. Oh, I'm preaching. They can actually, that's the only point that that they can speak to, right? And when you can only speak from that side of, oh, I'm great. I've never made mistakes. When you can only speak to that, you have no substance. You have no depth, right? Let's say y'all, that understanding comes from those mistakes, right? It comes from you having to like, dust yourself off. It comes from you having to operate past how you feel, right? And that's what a lot of people can't do. A lot of people can't operate past how they feel. And y'all know, our feelings be all over the place. You know, early in the morning, you excited around 2.30, you sleepy, you tired, you frustrated. I'm, I'm No, our emotions are too unstable to base our life choices on them. And so I think it's important for us to start to get the mindset to really want to, for one, get past how we feel. Now, I'm not saying to ignore them, but I'm just saying to not let them make every choice in your life, right? It's going to have to come become to a point to where you seek out the knowledge that you need. And then you start to add the belief that you need in order to obtain the goal. Another thing, guys, you got to have a future. Like you got to have a vision. Like you guys know, I can't remember how to, I think the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? Like what are you working towards? And when you're not working towards anything, when you just hop up every day and you go to work, you do your job, come home, fix dinner, help the kids with the homework, or you watch TV, get up and do the same thing every day, you're not working towards nothing. That's how you end up feeling stuck. Because you're like, where am I going? Where's my job taking me? Where am I at in my actual career? Like, you got to start setting goals. And if goals overwhelm you, set short term goals. What do I need to happen for me in the next three months? What do I need to happen for me in the next six months? What do I need to happen for me in the next year, right? Start working towards something. And the more you work towards something, you're going to work yourself out of that hole and you're going to stop feeling unstuck. But that requires you to take action. If you don't take action and you just complain about where you are and you don't do anything to make things better, you're only going to make yourself feel worse, right? And when we're talking about the one thing that hinges on your career success, you got to know what a success look like for you, hands down. Because what success looks like for me may not be what it looks like for you. For me, like you guys know, I own my own business. I do this full time. 
will it be nice to make a million dollars or, you know, 10 million? Absolutely. But me making a million dollars is not going to be what I consider my success or that's not the success goal, right? Don't get me wrong now. I am in my business because I do want to make a coin, but that's not the ultimate goal, right? The ultimate goal and the reason why I even started my own business was because I wanted to be more available. You guys know I am a pastor's wife. Okay. I'm very involved in my church. I love serving in my church. I love being involved in like in God's work. That's probably the most thing that I love the most. And so, and then I have a three-year-old who I homeschool and who I plan to homeschool. If any moms out there home homeschool, like please hit me up because I need some help. But anyway, oh my God, they are cutting the grass. I'm sorry if you guys hear that. But but yeah, so so I wanted to be more available. So for me, anything that was going to be able to provide me with the opportunity to be available and make the money that I wanted to make, that's what success is for me, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be in the millions, but I'm more concerned about how available I can be in life versus a particular amount of funds. And so again, but that's for me. And so I want you guys to get really, really clear on just what that success looks like for you and and start to define what success is for you because you don't want to be striving for somebody else's success because you'll end up and you may eventually reach that success. And when you get there, you still feel unhappy. And so um, I want you guys to take some time and think about that. Like what does success look like for you and where is your belief system at and what is it centered around? And so guys, I know I always love chatting with you guys, but again, if you have any questions or topics that you want me to talk about on the podcast, go ahead and email me. He is really cutting this grass. I'm so sorry. If you have any topics that y'all want me to talk about, go ahead and email me at hello at IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is hello at IamAliciaPerkins.com. And we'll talk again. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.